1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zipline through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You repel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
2: Oilers
0: Now with Bob Stauffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. We return to Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, service for all brands of print equipment in your office.
1: Yeah, Digitex does
0: that. D I G I T E X dot ca on Oilers Radio six thirty chat. 34 in Edmonton game night tonight. Edmonton and Vegas orders during a ridiculously busy March. 16 games in 30 days. Royal pizza, pizza pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the app store. The Stoffer recommendation. The Mediterranean chicken let's get our update in the farm we're pleased to be joined by the head coach of the bakersfield condors jay woodcroft hello jay how are you doing i'm doing good bob thanks for having me on thank you how was your weekend
2: Uh, Weekend was good. I thought uh, the team played very hard in two really close games. They were both one-goal games uh, on the Friday night in Stockton. Um, We came up one goal short in a uh, 3-2 loss in regulation, and then the next night uh, we played the same team, Stockton on home ice in a crowded rink, and uh, we came out on top in a shootout uh, with a 4-3 win.
0: So you end up getting a split, and you're down some bodies right now. Um, Evan Bouchard picked up a couple of assists. Uh, obviously, I, I'm assuming you're you're probably playing him 23, 24 minutes a game right now.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's safe to assume he's in in that range there. And um, you know, for us with with Bouch, um, we've talked about it ad nauseum um, over the the last few months, but his offense uh, speaks for itself. He's finding a way um, to make a really good first pass, to drive offense from the blue line in the offensive zone uh, by getting his shot through and whatnot, and and we're continuing to uh, focus on um, small details with him so his, his practice habits his um, you know hardness defensively and um, just the little details that go into playing defense at the very highest level and and he's taken some steps but uh, he's learning some things too and um, you know he was a big part of the reason uh, why we we're able to come away with two points on the Saturday night
0: yeah uh, Bouchard's got 19 points in his last 22 games he's second in AHL rookie defense scoring you got another rookie defenseman there we haven't talked about him a lot this year Dmitry samarukov who had a terrific playoff last year for guelph um you know you take a look at what occurred with him in the ohl and there was some learning challenges early for him and then he kind of took off what's happened this year with him
2: yeah for him uh you know what he's he's had some really um L- good learning moments especially early in the season and then he's had some confirming moments too where where he's done some uh, some really good things as well we see a player down here that's um you know he's learning how to play in a man's league uh, i think earlier in the season we we doled out protected minutes um for him to let him get his feet wet uh at this level and and uh he's gradually taken on more responsibility and and from the trade deadline on um he's seen more and more ice time And this is an opportunity for us to evaluate really uh where he's at and how far he's come i think uh with with him he's had the uh always shown the ability this year to be able to make a play at the offensive blue line he, he sees, uh, sees offense. I, I like his shot getting through from the point, um, and he doesn't just put it in the shin pads. He has a little bit of deception, and uh, if a play's there to be made, he's not afraid to try and make it. Uh, for him, areas of uh, emphasis are defensively, the ability to read the rush and what's coming at him, what type of numbers are are coming his way and and uh how to defend um our blue line that type of thing and then just as with a lot of these young guys that come up um from junior hockey just the the hardness defensively the proximity to his check uh in the defensive zone those are those are areas for a lot of young defensemen and that's what we're working on with Dima.
0: Yeah, uh, we're joined right now by Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the uh, Bakersfield Condors. Jay, uh, you're going to get some help on defense. William Laguson being reassigned. Uh, now that Oscar Cloughbombs has been activated at the NHL level for Edmonton. And that's a, that, that's a big guy for you guys to get back in the lineup.
2: Yeah, I, I, we're excited to have Bill back uh, with us and excited for the big club to return uh, Clough, uh to their lineup as well. For us... Um, Lagoson's been uh, just an absolute rock over his year and a half with us. Uh, He hasn't played a lot of hockey games this year. Um, So it's an opportunity for him to uh, come in and and command big minutes and, and get into a rhythm and start feeling good with the puck uh, again. And we're going to play him a whole heck of a lot here uh, to get him up to, uh, up to speed and up and running for himself. Um, But we know when he's in the lineup, what to expect. He's, Um, unbelievable competitor. He's a battle winner. He's uh, engaged physically and mentally in every game that he plays. Um, He'll be a real good player for us here uh, down the stretch.
0: There's a defenseman that's not on an NHL deal whose name keeps appearing in the scoring line over the last couple weeks. Jake Kulovich. Interesting situation. I mean, he does have a fair amount of American Hockey League experience. Um but he 's been a pretty
2: useful player for you guys hasn 't he he 's been a very uh, very good player for us over the last uh, year and a half um, what uh, what 's interesting about him is number one um, you know he's a he 's a phenomenal human being so he he 's just a a great Teammate, someone that uh, is is popular with all all uh, the guys in the dressing room. Uh, he comes to the rink every day with an unbelievable attitude. And um, last year, I didn't really know what to expect. Uh, um, you know, coming out of training camp with Jake, uh, he had played piecemeal the year before with uh, Winnipeg's organization um, and with the Moose there, um, but. You know, he came in last year. He was kind of 7 or 8 on the depth chart, and uh, we'd spot him in when when the opportunity arose, and he just got better and better as that year went on. We ended up using him in the playoffs, and he played uh, a couple games there and played really good hockey for us. And then out of necessity, early in our year here, um, just with some of the injuries that we, were ha- we had and some of the injuries up top, uh, he started to command more and more minutes, and, and uh, full credit to this young, young guy. And he's, he's in that uh, uh, kind of mid-20s range, but he has good experience. He's a non-veteran, um, and he's finding a way to contribute every night, and, and uh, not just offensively, but on the penalty kill and, and uh, being a big body um, that's in phenomenal shape. Uh, you know, I think he leads our team in plus-minus, and he's been one of our hottest players over the last uh, six, seven games or so without ever spending a minute on the power play.
0: Uh, You mentioned non-veteran. Can you educate our listeners on what that means relative to the American Hockey League and why that's important?
2: Yeah, it's very important um, uh, in the American Hockey League because a veteran player is is qualified as someone who's played – Uh, over 315 games so uh, and each team is only allowed a certain amount of those players five uh, to be dressed yeah it's five and then there's what what they call a veteran exempt player Um, so that's somebody who is uh, in between 275 and 315 and you're allowed to dress that player as well Um, but for someone like jake he uh, he played 4 years at Colgate University. Um he came uh, became a professional a little bit later uh than some guys that had come out a junior. So he's now in his third uh third year of playing full uh full seasons in the American Hockey League yet. His total number of games is uh, under, I believe, around under 160. So um, that allow that's important um, going forward uh, because he's a veteran presence. He's a good example for younger players. He has the ability to go in and out of the lineup, and uh, you know what you're going to get every time you, you address him. Um, so... Uh, as you build your team going forward, guys like him are extremely valuable because they don't take up a veteran spot, yet they're part of that secondary leadership group that can help show the young young guys in the draft picks the way.
0: All right, we've talked a little about the defense with Jay Woodcroft. I want to focus on a couple forwards right now. I know that Ryan McLeod had an assist on the game winner or the game tire that Kulovic had the other night. Um And, of course, our our weekly Tyler Benson update. So just uh, two very different players, McLeod and Benson.
2: Yeah, uh, McLeod, uh, um, he made uh, more than one good play uh, with the puck last game. I, I think you and I have talked about this, Bob. I feel real good when he's on the ice defensively. I have no problem putting him on a penalty kill at the most crucial times of games. I think he's above his check. He's conscientious um, in playing the entire 200 feet. But what we're trying to encourage with him is is, um, trying to breed some, your term, breed offensive confidence by by hanging on to pucks, by having the um, wherewithal to to make a play when a play is there to be made. And uh, he made three or four really nice plays with the puck in that game while being really good defensively as well um, the the goal that Kulovic scored at the end of the second period was an important one because I, th- I felt we were the better team in the game yep. just psychologically to go into the, that period or that intermission tied at three was important. And I, I felt good about putting McLeod's line on and that the, the last minute of the second period and they went out and they rewarded, uh, rewarded the coaching staff by, by going and scoring a big goal. So I was happy for him and, uh, you know he is uh, he's somebody that that's growing for us uh it's not always in a linear kind of straight line sometimes there's a step back or two but that's uh that's typical for younger players and the most important thing is that he has the right approach and right mindset to every day, and he does, and he's been uh, he's been very coachable kid. So I enjoy working with him. Uh, Tyler's been down for three or four games. Uh, he hasn't found his stride offensively since he's been back down. Uh, it's not for a lack of work. Um, he's had his chances. It just hasn't gone in for him. He's played primarily with Granlund as his center, and uh, you know he's commanding big minutes uh, both five on five and on the power play.
0: Jay, you're in a tough spot to make the playoffs right now. Is that fair? No, very fair. Yep, okay. Very fair. so But there is something to play for here with the Oilers having the potential of uh, being in the playoffs because you want to put your best foot forward in case you can somehow be one of the uh, black aces come playoff
2: time. Absolutely, absolutely. For for us, um, what we talk about as a team and and as a coaching staff down here is that everybody has something to play for there are guys um that are just trying to establish themselves at this level there are players who are um their contracts are up at the end of the year whether it's an nhl or ahl deal they're free agents at the end of the year we have young players that want more and they want more responsibility and they want to play up the lineup at the American Hockey League level, and then we have guys that are are vying to be the next call-up player. Uh, should Edmonton need need someone down the stretch here? So forget about the Black Eight. It's just the ability to be the next call-up. Should Edmonton need someone? So, um, and that said, uh, there's also the. Uh, you know the the carrot to work towards of being part of an nhl club that's poised to go on a good run um should they make the playoffs, and being part of that black aces uh crew that might be called upon um to you know should a player go down and and someone needs to be inserted in the lineup so there there are Lots of reasons uh, for these young young players to to give it their all and, and probably the biggest one and what we 're working towards as a staff is that we 've tried to establish Uh, a culture down here when we took over the team a year and a half ago and that's uh, to attack every day um, like you mean it with a purpose uh, to set high standards for ourselves to have high expectations and I think last year um, the team made a deep run, won 17 games in a row, that type of thing. And now a lot of those players have moved up the ladder and helped the big club. And now we're trying to uh, continue those same standards, those same expectations so that the next wave of players coming through the organization is held to those same same standards and expectations so that's uh, that's probably the most important thing to play towards is that you know we might not like where we're at standings wise now uh, but we're working towards uh, maintaining uh, certain standards and expectations that we have here in Bakersfield and certainly that we have through the Edmonton Oilers organization
0: all right Jay great stuff Uh, what's the schedule look like this week
2: schedule this week we're actually uh, we just had a really good practice today we have another one tomorrow we travel out to Grand Rapids uh, for a weekend set on Friday, Saturday and uh, looking forward to seeing uh, as our lineup gets a little bit healthier here um, and with the return to Lagos and I'm looking forward to seeing how we compete and if we can build on our strong weekend last weekend Uh,
0: there you go Uh, great stuff hey thanks for your time Jay we'll hook up next week thanks Bob quickly into our ashley fine floors text line as we were joined by jay woodcroft he uh reaches out with us once a week on the river creek resort and casino hotline ashley fine floors text line john from leduc said bob the list must be getting shorter and shorter for total points for the orders that you ran at the beginning of the season for your roost chris gift certificate prize <laughs> good saying there you go uh brian says bob you mentioned dan baker Uh, Losing his spot on New West to Al May. Are you seeing Patrick Swayze is not as tough as Al May? Uh, I'm telling you that Dan looked like Patrick Swayze, but Patrick Swayze was pretty tough in Roadhouse. Like, he was undefeated in Roadhouse. All right. Uh, we'll be back with this day in Oilers history when we return.
2: Hi, this is Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched.
0: Special hello to my old friend John driving up from Red Deer, making his way into Edmonton, listening to the show today. It's 154 in Edmonton. To this day, at order's history brought to you. Uh, John mentioned that Brent Sutter was a terrific player out of the Alberta Junior Hockey League. Yes, indeed, he was. He was pretty good in the Western Hockey League, too. Uh, this day, at order's history brought to you by New West Travel. Join 630 Jets Jalen I on a tour of Iceland and Ireland this summer. Uh, this includes daily meals, sightseeing, spectacular events. For more information, reach out to New West Travel at com. Back in the 630 Chet Studios, Brendan Escott.
2: Back in 2001, goaltender Tommy Sallow recorded his second consecutive shutout, the 23rd of his career, as the Oilers won their seventh consecutive game with a 4-0 win at Buffalo. That was their longest win streak since the March of 1987.
0: There you go. Hey, uh, by the way, Brendan, you mentioned that Tommy Sallow. the next year, in 2001, 2002, do you know where the orders finished in goals against? Second, and they missed the playoffs, 2001, 2002. Tonight, we're playing for first place. Edmonton and Vegas will have the City Ford face-off show beginning at 5.30. That was this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 40 years. Book now, save $400 on your trip to Iceland and Ireland with Jalen I. Reach out to New West Travel at newwesttravel.com. Again, we got the uh, face-off show, 5.30, puck drop, 7 o'clock. Mark Spector for our friends in Alberta's horse racing and breeding industry, contributing $312 million in economic impact annually. Joining us on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now. We're going to carry a Jason Kenny press conference. Is that correct, Brendan, at uh, 2 o'clock today?
2: You got it. Talking about the uh, economic downturn of today.
0: All right. Eileen Bell. Uh, we'll have a global news weather traffic update up next. I'll rejoin you at 5.30. Oilers
2: Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.